In modern times, have you ever wondered why saying no, especially in the Philippines, is such a difficult decision to make? Welcome to Moonlight Conversations. Be enlightened about the realities of life. Free your spirits and engage in a heart-soothing talk. This is Moonlight Conversations. Did you hear the rumor that we have a new Friday evening routine and that it's on Spotify? Well, it's not a rumor because it's true. Yes, you heard that right. It's a wonderful Friday evening and I am honored to welcome you to our newest podcast series where we get to freely talk about matters that continue to bother us until the end of the day. This is Moonlight Conversations. I am so excited to be here with you, so you better stay awake, okay? Good evening, my name is Casey Ignacia from the USD Central Student Council. I have a question for you. Are you familiar with the song Yes or Yes by the K-pop group TWICE? If yes, then this already gives you a hint on what our talk is going to be about. Tonight, I welcome you to our first episode, The Art of Saying No, together with our special guest. She's been in USD since senior high school and has performed spoken word pieces in different stages inside and outside of the university, including events in USD Hiraya about gender equality, mental health awareness, EJK in the Philippines, LUMAD, and other prominent societal issues we have today. She is a mental health advocate and is still currently pushing through the approval of a university-wide organization for mental health here in USD for almost two years now. Currently, she is a third-year college student at the USD Faculty of Arts and Letters, taking up Bachelor of Arts in Behavioral Science. Welcome to Moonlight Conversations, Ms. Ray Montenegro. Thank you, Casey. Hi. Good evening. Um, okay. So once again, welcome to the podcast, Ms. Ray Montenegro. I'm glad that you could join me tonight for tonight's pilot episode. Well, I don't want to keep our listeners waiting, so shall we start with the questions I have prepared for you tonight? Yes, of course. Uh, ready naman ako. <laughs> it's Ray. Um, thank you for having me, guys. Nice to meet you. So earlier, I started the episode with a short question. Do you think it's true that because of the so-called Filipino hospitality that we become afraid of saying no? Concerning that, what are the common notions about saying no? And what are your thoughts about this? Um, I do think it's true that it came from old and traditional Filipino values, uh, which is like you said, hospitality. But to be honest kasi, uh, hindi lang naman hospitality yung pinag-uusapan natin dito. Uh, we also have a lot of factors that we should co- consider na connected pa rin naman sa mga traditional Filipino values. Like, um, one thing is, I don't know if nanonotice din ninyo sa mga lolo nyo or lola nyo, sa mga matatanda, um, or you know, for the older generations, it's so important for them na sumunod na lang tayo sa mga gusto nila. Like, Diva, even if it doesn't make sense to us, or even if it makes us uncomfortable. Tapos, ito pa, when we actually give them valid reasons, ha, why we don't agree to what they want us to do, alam mo yun, tayo pa yung mali, tayo pa yung nagmamarunong, tayo pa yung sumasagot. So, ayan tuloy, as a result, you know, growing up, 
we just end up saying yes all the time and uh, we think tuloy na we don't have the right to say no kasi we got used to being invalidated ikaw ba Casey do you feel like you're invalidated kapag sinasabihan kanila na nagmamarunong ka or sumasagot ka? Oo, kasi napapashout up ako eh. Parang walang kwenta to yung sasabihin ko kasi hindi worth it pakinggan. Yun nga, laging sinasabi ng grandparents ko, laging makikinig sa magulang para magtagumpay sa buhay. <laughs> Pero minsan hindi naman natama yung sinasabi. Yeah, that's so true. It's not all the time naman na ma-apply yung learnings from before dun sa situation natin ngayon, di ba? And, I don't know, I think from the concepts of the older generations, I mean, not all naman, ah, hindi naman lahat ang matatanda, pero some of them, ang sinasabi nila, you're being selfish when you say no. Parang sinasabi nila, inuuna mo sarili mo. Which is a uh, wrong mindset to even have. Kasi, ako for myself, uh, ako, I wouldn't get offended when my friends would say no to me. Like, let's say, nag-ask ako ng favor or nag-ask ako ng request. As a matter of fact, I would think of them as someone respectable. Kasi they know what they want. Um, they know what they prefer in life. They're very independent with their decisions. I mean, I'm not saying you should say no ah, all the time. I'm not saying... I mean, I'm just saying that people should know for themselves when to say no. Like, they shouldn't depend their answers on someone else's opinion. Uh, they shouldn't let someone pressure them to even answer right away. Tinatamaan ako kasi ako nahirapan ako magsaya ng no. <laughs> yun nga, sakalad ka rin ako. Parang, yun, pag- yeah, pag- true. Kapag yun, yung inaaya ako kumain, o kaya mag-sleepover, ganyan, papaalam ako agad. Uh-huh. Tapos, since madalas ako mayagan, Gina, kahit di ba ako pinapayagan, umuha na ako dun sa nag-aaya sa akin. Hindi <laughs> lang ganun, minsan sa responsibility din sa class, tsaka sa mga organization, oh, ikaw na gumawa. Tapos, oo, agad, kahit magko-compromise pa ako para ma-meet yung um, oh, oh, request. <laughs> yeah, so, pareho tayo dyan. Sobrang same tayo ng personality. Kasi, ano, do you agree na people pleaser ka din? <laughs> Yes, di ko alam kung sa Zodiac sign. <laughs> Zodiac sign na pinag-uusapan eh. <laughs> Pero, oh, sobrang people pleaser ko. Yeah, same tayo dyan. Um, okay, so for my next question, um, do you think that these two choices, yes and no, both help maintain the balance of life? If yes, how? Otherwise, why? Um, yeah, of course, I do think so. Uh, it helps with the balance in life. Pero I'm not saying that It's, it's not like there's an equal number of yeses and then there's an equal number of noes. It's not exactly like that. Hindi mo ililiteral, no? Pero it's sort of like a yin and yang. And I think familiar naman tayo dyan, di ba? Sa concept ng yin and yang. Parang na-take up na natin to before sa minor subjects natin, which is from Taoism. So it's exactly like uh, a yin and yang. Uh, it's finding the good thing about the bad. Tapos, finding the bad thing about the good. It's like, okay, in the concept naman of, uh, in the context, sorry, in the context of consent, it's like asking yourself, okay, what would be the consequences uh, I will be facing kung sasabihin kong yes sa request na to or favor na to? And then the other question is, what would be the benefits or the good things that I'll be able to have if I say no? 
Pero again, you know, reminding you guys, it's not really making an equal number of yeses to match to an equal number of noes. It's that's not how we should see and portray the balance in life. Instead, when we say balance in life, it's just um knowing the right time when you should put others before yourself and the right time when you should put yourself first before others kasi uh, there are specific times when you need yourself the most and then when others need you the most um actually agree ako diyan kasi um honestly nabibigatan ako sa yes and no lang kasi parang all or yeah. nothing siya ang bigat tapos marami pang factors in between yes and no depende sa circumstance so tama nga po yung sinabi nyo na kaya dapat tignan yung factors na yan kung ano yung mas makakabuti sa'yo at yung mas kailangan yeah, so um, about our conversation about the equal importance of saying yes and no um, ano naman po masasabi nyo about the culture of consent here in the Philippines and how important is it for you okay um, so Casey I have to be honest with you I think it would take more than one podcast guesting <laughs> for me okay. to talk about the situation of consent here in the Philippines, diba? I think mapapansin, napansin mo din naman yun. Kasi, um, pero to say the, li- the least, uh, ang culture of consent here, most are still uneducated about this, diba? For most of the people we know, it's not part of their system yet. Like, okay, ako, uh, I mean, tayo, we're aware of it. Pero we can't assume na lahat ng tao aware of it. I'm saying this naman uh, in the context of sexual harassment because this is the only context that I might be able to relate to when it comes to consent. So I've been a victim of sexual harassment and rape for a number of times back in 2019. So this is why it's really important to me Uh, talking about this, talking about consent. I mean, to most people in the outside, you know, I look like an ordinary girl. I'm, uh, I'm a normal college student. Like, struggle ako balancing acads and then extracurriculars. Tapos, tapos ngayon may thesis kami. Tapos may OJT pa. You know, just a normal stress twenty something. I also have a healthy relationship with my partner. I have lots of friends, people to rely on. So parang okay naman ako socially, okay naman ako academically, all aspects of my life. Pero people tend to forget that most, if not all, women like me uh, have already experienced some kind of sexual harassment at least once in our lives. And if we're even going to tell the truth, it's not even once. And we bring this traumatic experience along with us every single day. Like, it's a normal thing. And that's so sad. That's not, that's not supposed to be the case. It shouldn't be normalized. And it all just comes down to people not knowing they should first ask for consent, not knowing that they should respect other people's consent, and that they don't have the right to be against it. And, you know... Um, Another thing about the culture of consent here in the Philippines, Casey, which is also related to our rape culture, is that people would ask victims like me, kunyari ako, uh, tatanungin, so bakit di mo report? Bakit di ka nag-file ng case? I don't have any evidence. And alam mo yun, if I would be medically examined today, um, nothing would be seen because two years na yun nakalipas. 
And back then, I was 19. I just I just froze. I had no idea I was raped. So the only evidence I have is my own testimony. And Casey, people wouldn't testimony <laughs> Yeah, they wouldn't even believe my own testimony. And that's rape culture here in the Philippines. Most people think uh, that victims are only victims because they made themselves victims, which is wrong. And people think like this because they think yung consent namin is our clothes, na perket naka shorts, consent na daw yun. Or they think consent is the time and place where we're at. Let's say, Nasa bar, like ganitong oras. They think we're already asking for it. They think consent is flirting. They think consent is us being drunk or wasted. Na perket, um, nasing kami. They have the right to touch us already without our consent. Alam mo yun. That's so. It it really sucks here in the Philippines. And they they don't think consent is either a yes or no, which should be. That's why I share my story as openly as I can handle because. Not all of us women have the courage to speak up about this on a normal day. Or even in a podcast like this, where I'm aware na maraming tao makikinig, di ba? I share because I also want to be able to pass this last ounce of bravery that I have to other Mama. women. Yeah, true. Sayo din, di ba? Uh, so they can also speak up about it. And... I mean, if some women choose to stay silent, like what I did before, then I'll be their voice. We'll be their voice, diba, Casey? Yes, so, diba. I think the point here being is we should provide uh, proper sex education starting from preschool, diba? Actually, not just preschool. We should start at home. Uh, kailangan makontinue pa rin yung learning sa bahay uh, from our caregivers, from our parents. And I think Uh, from what I've been observing kasi, di ba we nag-aano tayo, nagpo-promote tayo na uh, isama yung sex education sa early stages of, uh, you know, preschool of childhood, ganyan. Pero, akala kasi ng mga matatanda, when we say childhood sex education, akala nila, tuturuan na natin agad sila paano magkaroon, paano nagkakaroon ng baby. Pero no, that's not the case. They should Depending. be educated, no? Yeah, true. Diba? Puro ano na lang talaga yun. Puro dada. <laughs> Pero, in this case kasi, pag toddler, pag preschool, uh, we should first help them learn yung private parts nila, what they have. And that, okay, that these private parts are not supposed to be touched, not supposed to be held by anyone except them. Kasi sa kanila yun. And, Okay, when it comes to parents, when it comes to caregivers, consent should still be given. So, tuturuan natin sila ng consent. Tapos, uh, another thing about uh, childhood sex education, they shouldn't be called flowers or kung ano mang nickname na binibigay, di ba? Iging tabu. Yeah, true. Kaya, kaya tuloy matatanda, kaya nila tinatawag na flowers. Kasi sa kanila, sa kanila madumi yung word na tite or madumi yung word na hepe, ganyan. Pero... How will the child learn, di ba? Yeah, may meron pang ano, meron pang nickname na birdie, ganun. So akala nila um na na-misinterpret nila yung terms ng flower and then yung bird na associate nila sa private part nila, which is wrong. So they should be called what? Vagina. They should be called penis or in Tagalog, titenga or pepe. So alam mo yun, when they grow up, 
they know na that in any situation that will come in their lives, they have their right to their own consent and sanay na sila not to be pressured to say yes. Ayun. Um, yun nga po, actually, yun may nakita po akong post sa Facebook may isang araw. So, yun, um, nagmamasturbate yung lalaki sa harap niya. So, tinaga niya. So, dahil tinaga niya, may charges siya. So, Uh-oh. comment, nakikita niya po, um, nagagalit yung mga babae kasi bakit nga siya may charges? Eh, in fact, di naman yung nagsabi din sa lalaki na, oh, mag-masturbate ka sa harap ko. So, ayun, tapos nag-share na rin sila mm. ng mga um, own stories nila na nahara sila. Then, meron ding episode sa Brooklyn Nine-Nine kung nananod ko. Yeah, I do know that, yeah. Yan, yeah, may ganong episode na um, nahara yung girl tapos pinipilit nila na mag-report pero ang nakataya is yung syempre yung job ng babae na million-million yung sweldo niya tapos mataas yung pwesto. Noon, parang walang laban since syempre words lang ng babae yun against din sa lalaki. Yes, totoo. Namang, so, namang ganon, parang wala din namang mga pasa yung, yung babae. Mm-mm. So, ayun. Um, hindi ka naniwala yung mga tao. So, yan, diba? <laughs> um... Pero after no, nung napantalanayan nila, um, after nun, dun sa workplace nila, may nag-raise na din, may nag-report na rin. So, nagsunod-sunod na. So, ayun. Yeah, I know that episode. Very inspiring, diba? no? Uh. Yun. So, naniwa talaga ako na sobrang strong ng mga babae. Kailangan lang ng um, push. <laughs> yes, that's true. I remember I cried sa episode na yun kasi sobrang nakaka-relate. Na one voice talaga, it will just open a lot more dialogues. I agree to that, Casey. So, um, that's it for my questions this evening. Um, wow, thank you for sincerely answering my questions. Um, in fact, your answers are impactful and I hope this conversation inspires others as well. Thank With you. the first episode coming to an end, allow me to share what I have to say about our topic this evening. Since we're not just talking about saying no as in how to say no when being just invited to do daily tasks, we've leaned into a more sensitive and relevant topic when it comes to consent. I think the people in social media are in favor, as in they promote, they campaign for it, especially girls. But then in real life, I still feel that there's little to no progress when it comes to this. Um, there's still a need to reach to people, not just online, but also offline. Um, it's an individual effort na kailangan mapractice na mapractice hanggang sa mapasa. Kasi it's important that we always ask for consent. And sabi nga sa movie na napanood ko kagabi, Um, it is your right to say stop at any moment. Consent is designed as an affirmative, unambiguous, and voluntary decision. So only yes means yes. Um, the topic is still broad and unexplored. And I think this is one of the first times we talk about this. And sana hindi na yung last, hindi to yung last time. So thank you of so course. much. Of course. Of course. How about you, Ms. Ray? Um, what is your final say about our topic for tonight? Um, honestly, I also learned a lot from you. Nah, it's it's so nice to feel like we see eye to eye. Gets more like I feel so welcome. It's so warm here. Nah, you know my point of view. I share it with you. Then, sure, as a woman, kanon, and we also uh, share that advocacy. Na dapat talaga mapag-usapan ng mapag-usapan. Ah, uh, para hindi na talaga ma ah uh, para alam mo yun ma-normalize na hindi na maging tabu yung conversation. And aside from that, you know, we're talking about sex education. It really starts from the home. Sa bahay talaga nagsisimula lahat ng learnings natin. So, kasi we carry that as we grow up. So, ayun. Uh, as much as possible, you know, if we're going to be future parents, di ba? Um, it's really important for us to educate properly uh, our offsprings, our children about consent. 
Um, finally, would you like to promote your social media accounts and or personal initiatives? You may do so if there is any. Okay, um, this is the first time I have ever done this ever in my life. Um, <laughs> so you guys can follow me on Twitter because I talk about a lot of things there that involve our society. Like I said, you know, consent, about gender equality, about mental health awareness and such. Um, so it's at Teresa, that is T-E-R-A-E-S-S-A. It's also the same with my Instagram account. That's T-E-R-A-E-S-S-A as well. But that's only if you're willing to see cats <laughs> in my daily story posts. Tapos, um, well, aside from that, okay, we still don't have a page yet because we're not allowed to have a page yet. But please look out for USD Kaulayao when it gets approved. Hopefully, my fingers are crossed. Um, it will be the very first university-wide organization uh, for mental health awareness and support here in the University of Santo Tomas. And then last na, promise, uh, <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to my partner, Matthew Charles Lanos, and all our five cats. Um, they're Pishu, Suki, Kovi, Yugi, and Domino. Also, a shout out to my friends, Yvonne Gansita from College of Science, Minel from LaSalle HSI, Rina from LaSalle, to the whole Behavioral Science Society. So that's three best three, my home base, and best with my new home. Finally, I would like to greet all the mothers listening, all acting mothers, single fathers, any kind of mother. An advanced happy Mother's Day. Also, thank you, Casey Ignacio and Arnold Herrera and the rest of the USD Central Student Council for uh, giving me the opportunity to share my story and for having me here today. So, thank you, guys. I hope you guys stay safe. Um, we are very fortunate to have been given the chance to listen and be inspired by your story and insights concerning our topic for this evening, Miss Ray. That has been a powerful conversation and I would like to believe that this episode has moved us already a step closer to a better society that values consent. Before I officially end this episode, I would like to confer a certificate of appreciation to our dearest guest for gracing us with her knowledge and experiences. Once again, thank you so much Ms. Ray Montenegro, our special guest, for partaking in the pilot episode of Moonlight Conversations podcast, The Art of Saying No. Please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at USD Central Student Council for updates on our other existing and upcoming projects. Always remember that saying no is always an option. Once again, my name is Casey Ignacia from the USD Central Student Council. See you next Friday. Once again, this is your newest Friday evening routine, Moonlight Conversations. Learn from the past. Let go of the pain. And live for a new tomorrow. Stream Moonlight Conversations every Friday via Spotify and other streaming platforms.